What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Medical Sales Unfiltered. We got your boy over there, Jacob. And this is going to be a fun one because first we're, you know, we're going to get started off with some keyboard warrior stuff. I don't know. I know Jacob and I were just talking about it, but I don't know if you guys have seen it. If you look at the last video, it, it just, it never fails that when people like us are out there just offering some unsolicited free advice, you know, come take it for what it is, whether you like it or not, like we're just giving it out. It's not like we're telling you that this is the way you got to do it. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. So, um, the, the, the thing that created, I guess, you know, the keyboard warrior was the fact that Jacob said, whenever you're, you know, right at your quota and you're about to hit, or let's even say your past quota. So now you're making like two X, three X, what your normal sales are. You hit up your people, you know, you hit up the relationships that and you have and you go, what, what really was the, uh, the term was throw a dog a bone that really, there you go. That was the, that was the chord that struck right there. That must've irked him, man. It, it just must've irked him. And, um, you know, I would love, Everybody that's listening to this, like, after you hear what I'm about to say and what Jacob's about to say, like, leave your feedback on that last comment. Like, let us know what you think. Is is he right? Are we right? What would you do? But, like, the way that I look at it is you have an opportunity in whatever field you're in. You're building relationships, right? So if you're building these relationships, what's the purpose of building these relationships? At some point, you might need to lean on one if, let's say, it is the last day and you've got to make a sale why were you building that relationship in the first place to lean on it? Right. They lean on you every day. They're always like, yo dude, last minute, I need this. Can you, can you deliver this to the hospital? Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Why can you not go, Hey, you know, John, one of your buddies. So obviously you could even like hit them up in a text or something like that. Maybe you guys get coffee all the time. Who knows? But like, why can't you just hit that person up and go, man, it would really make it like, it would make my year. Like, I've loved working with you so much this year. It's been a rough one. Like it would really make my year if you could let me know what is it that you guys are going to need next month? Can we get it this month? Anything like that. Like these little, these little things are the purpose in my eyes for building the relationships. Like they're going to ask you at some point for something. Why could you not do that in return? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And that's the thing. Like for me, again, like, like we were talking off air, there's no right or wrong answer, right? Some people want a lone wolf because the, the comment that was in there was like, I don't tell anybody what I do. My performance tells for itself, blah, 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 blah. Cool. If that's, if that's who you are, cool. Also, me being top 10 in the nation, my performance tells for who it is, right? Like, I don't need a, I don't need this. I'm already top 10 in the nation. Now it's like, it just helps me, right? So that there's a comment to be said there. But like for me, my, my comment with everybody is, like you said, I just got it today. We have a surgery in two hours. We don't have this stuff. Can you stop everything you're doing and drive an hour to bring it to us? And whose fault was it that they suddenly it, didn't know exactly. about that surgery? Like, and that's Somebody talk. dropped the ball. Yeah, right? Some, because that's the talk. I've, I've had to do that when I, I'm not able to make it. Guys, if you would have even checked this yesterday, I could have brought it this morning at 6 a.m. But I can't help you guys when you check an hour before the case. Or two hours before the case, right? Normally, I can't do anything. Luckily, I was able to today, right? But that's the what we're talking about is you've created your relationship. I literally stop on a dime for everybody. I've delayed my days. I've I haven't taken a vacation in almost a year and a half. Like I went home and saw my nephew twice, like for a weekend trip. Like that's it. 
right? And I and there's some of my accounts. I've had to say that because they're like, I missed one case in a year and a half and they like ripped me. And then I went and did an in-service and I ripped them right back because I said, I'm a human being. Just like you guys have kids and families, like so do I, right? But the reason I'm going into detail about this is over the year and a half, over the time you're a rep, you're making these relationships. Like the people I'm going to, let's make this very clear. I'm not going to every one of my accounts to say this. I'm not going to all the people who tell me to F off. I'm going to the people that like, let me just tell you how the conversation went. Because what a lot of people will listen to this and they'll take it out of context. When I'm asking for this, I'm not doing it to screw the hospital. Because guess what? The hospital's already going to use it. It's stuff that they already need. It's like you said, can we just advance it one month? Because guess what? I'm getting paid out 30% this month and next month I won't. Yeah. So when, when the total balances up and now we're talking, you know, you know, five, almost six digits, that's a nice payout check. Like, and so I'm gonna, that's the conversation I, to have. But like what I should say though, is my conversation is, is I went and talked to my contact, asked them, Hey, you're going to need it anyway. You okay. If we just get you everything to this month. Yeah. Cool. Dabbed it up. Cool. Bam. That's my relationship with him. So you're telling me someone that's like a homie, someone that actually follows me on Instagram, someone that I actually have a personal relationship with and I've created that over the last year and a half, I shouldn't ask for because I'll, I'll just state this and then I want to get your hit on it, Pierre, is, you know, I was with one of my doctors today. I made this comment. I told him about it. And you know what that doctor told me? That person's an idiot because if I like you, I'm going to help you out, right? That's just that's just thing. And again, that's not me being a dick like again that guy does his thing and he he's successful and good for him right and he's going to do it his way but like the whole comment of my doctor was why wouldn't like if i like you like jacob i like you you've like literally someone just commented on my linkedin today they're like nobody is as driven nobody works as hard nobody is as like on the ball and again that's super nice of them to say but it's the truth like none of my doctors are going to say jacob doesn't show up jacob's not helpful jacob hasn't helped the staff out they don't say that. I've actually had three doctors ask me if I ever leave, if they can write me letters of recommendations. And so when mm-hmm. you have those relationships, people want to help people they like. And so it's not like helping just like these doctors. These doctors don't work for free. They know our us as reps don't work for free. So like if I'm like, hey, doc, I've helped you can all this. Do you think we could do this? Right. And they're like, sure. Yeah. Awesome. Guess what? That's just me being smart. And using and not using me leveraging my relationships that I've built over the last several years. And that's how I look at it. Again, someone else can look at it totally different, like he did, and think it's a scam, think it's trash, think it's all this, and let their ego, because I'm gonna just say it's ego that says, My performance is so good and I don't ever have to ask. That's ego. Cool. Like you know who gives a crap? Nobody. Like besides you. No, I was gonna I was going to say the, the fact, and you, and you just said it, because the leverage. So I, don't, I can't tell you how many times I've been in the interview process or I've been talking to somebody and they're working through that interview process and they're asking in the interview, what relationships do you have? What relationships can you bring to the table right now that, that when you're telling me if we get you hired, how many accounts can you flip? What does that mean? That means you're literally going to that account using the relationship that you just built over that the last year, two years, three years, five years, and flipping them to get your business now. It's the same concept of being like, 
dude, like my homie right here, I am about to hit the next level tier, right? Like, what do we got to do? Like, what, how many, can we get some more cases going? This and that. It's you doing the sales aspect of it. But I, I take it whenever I hear the comment or somebody is telling me that, you know, you kind of said it, you kind of said it uh, before off air, like I live and die like on my sword. So like, I don't ask anybody for help. Like I'm going to do this myself. Completely understood. I get it. But I read into that as, are you afraid to sell? Yeah. Because the, the whole the whole purpose behind it is so many people say, I have such great relationships with my doctors. And then I will go in there and get their phone number, get like text them whenever I want to start building that relationship. And this person doesn't have that phone number. When I worked in the OR and competing against somebody, I'm the one that's asking for the upsell. Like, yes, maybe the doctor might not like me as much as they like you because I'm salesy and I'm working on getting them to use more of my product. But most, more times than not, these people that act like they have these great relationships, they're just the person that shows up all the time and has never failed that doctor. But have they actually ever sold something? Did they ever upsell? Do they ask their doctor, hey, next time that you have this case, would you mind trying out this product instead? That's you selling it. That's you using the relationship. Like, what do you mean? I, I don't talk. I'm not talking about quota. Like, shit. If I'm asking you to go buy something, I'm not necessarily telling you I'm going to get my next bonus here. Yeah, you could, depending on the relationship you have with that person. But if I don't have a relationship beyond just the sales aspect of my job with this next person, I'm just upselling it. Hey, 100%. I know you guys might be good. I, I walked through the whole back section, looked at everything. There's a few items that you're kind of low on. Yeah. Can we go ahead and get, 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 get a PO for that order? I, I made a LinkedIn post about that three months ago. And you want to know what happened when I did that? The account was so thankful. They said, we've been so busy. Thank you for stopping in. And people would look at that and think that's upselling like in a bad way, right? My account looks at it as like, my God, you're such a resource. You took time out of your day to come count your stock here and get make sure that we have everything that we need for the, our upcoming surgeries. It's always, mm-hmm. like I wanted to say with what you just said right there, it's always how you position it. Like I upsell too and you up, upsell and you had it and you said you might have sound salesy, but right, you don't if you do it the right way and I know you did, you know what I mean? Like that's what people forget is if you ask the right questions, if you have the right conversation and that com- uh, like the uh, conversation with the doctor, it's not going to come off too salesy because it's called emotional intelligence and reading the room. I can tell if my doctor doesn't yeah. be told something right now. I can tell if he's annoyed or she is annoyed. I can tell what's going on in the room. And I know I've said this to my associate. There's a time to shoot and there's a time not to shoot. And we're like, we went into surgery. We had a plan what we were going to talk about. And that doctor cusses. We're not talking about that. We don't even bring anything up. We just say, hey, glad the case went well. Good to see you. Like, like you turn it around, right? But the reason I just wanted to like state all this is because, again, there's never a right or wrong answer to it. Again, everybody's going to have their own stuff. But like this is what I personally don't understand. I've been at every surgery. I've brought you everything you've ever needed. I've been a resource in your OR. And yet it's a horrible thing for me to ask for some help when it's 
like when I've done everything to help the other person. And like the thing I also want to just state real quick on this is it's not like, like I said, it's not like I went to every account, but it's not like I went to every doctor and was like, I'm so close to quota. I'm so close to quota. Right? (laughs) No, like I went to the two people I had such a close relationship that I would consider us friends. Like friends, we're out. Like if I see him, I'll take him out for drinks outside of work because we're just we created a relationship where it's friends. And it's like if I asked for a couple extra sales, that again doesn't hurt anyone because the surgeries are already going to happen and they already need the supplies. They're just getting it a half a month in advance or a month in advance that they're still going to use and everyone's going to benefit from. What is the problem with that? And that's like that's where I'll leave it because I get I could go off all day on this, but like my whole thing is as you know, you and I know we've talked about this. Like war or keyboard warriors kill me because some of these people who are keyboard warriors have their own podcast, have their own stuff. But guess what? They're taking time out of their day to listen to our stuff. They're taking time out of their day to comment on our stuff. That's what kills me about it. Dude, it was it was 9.30 in the morning. So I guess, you know, that, that was our salary podcast, you know. Guy was taking some notes, you know, <laughs> like – he was like, oh, this is a good one. But then, uh, you know, I guess something irked him. The, and just, the throw a dog a ball hey. and just trigger him. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, you guys, if, if you're listening to this and you do have an opinion, you know, go back there. Hey, if you believe that he's right, go ahead and tell me I'm wrong. Like, I, I don't care. I, I'm all about the debate. I asked him to come on and debate with us. Like, like the, the guy, oh, I'm, I'm posting at, uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning. It's it's 1037 p.m. right now all right it is it is not the morning we are shooting this shit at night like and what time did they like, come in at at 9 30 in the morning a.m. 9 30 busy day with a.m. a.m. um right but the, but the right? thing is too is like we said we never i never say that i'm an expert i never have said that everything we say is my personal opinion and let me just make you make this very clear no different than when i broke in i never said i was good i was the best I never said that I was, I knew everything, but what I did know is, Hey, I know how to make relationships. I'm pretty dang good at this. And like, again, I say this all the time. Talk is cheap. That's why I just let the numbers talk. But again, 66 is 66. I'm in the top 10. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking too much, but again, my performance is going, is showing. And again, that's why I just say everything I do. I don't say I'm the best. I'm not doing this, but you know what? I know how to create a relationship. I know how to ask for sales and ask my relationships without coming off bad and salesy to where they still love me. They still want to have a relationship with me and we're still close as heck and it benefits both of us. There's a way to do that too. And I don't, and I don't know how old this guy is at all. So like I, this, this goes back to like one of our first podcasts, you know, that we were talking about like this old school mentality of like, apparently this guy's been hating on you for a while. Now he decides to come troll over here, but it's, it's one of those where like, I I don't know. I, I'm I'm not the kind of person that like when I see somebody that something that bothers me unless it's like bullying or something specific that you should call out I just don't understand what the purpose of you bringing like a negative opinion over unless you want to have the, a debate about that opinion like you want to have a debate come on on you know but like if you just want to tell somebody that they're doing something wrong why are you on my shit yeah. like like we're plenty of videos in at this point like you know that this is just unfiltered content like if 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 you're following along, like, 
and you want to leave a negative comment, I'm all down for it. Leave it, leave it as a debate. Like, let's have a talk about it. Not just, I think the thing that, what that ends it all is Gary Vee. If somebody's taking time out of their day to say negative stuff to you or about you, it says a lot more about them than it is you. And that's like with me, yeah. I thought about writing back. It doesn't do any good. You're not winning with someone like that um, <sighs> with keyboard warriors because, again, even that person told me to reach out to them. I did within 24 hours. They never reached back out except when they're messaging me, telling me how bad I suck and what my stuff's wrong. But other than that, you know. I mean, it, it you know, it is what it is. It's, it's and nice. Let's, and let's uh, make this what, what is it? He's not the first and he's not going to be the last. Every time I post a TikTok, I get someone telling me how much of a piece of trash I am and like how I don't know anything. Like <laughs> it just comes with the internet. And if you can't laugh at it, like you, <laughs> I don't know if the internet's for you. Yeah. No, I think I, I thought it was awesome. I love, I love. We thrive off of negativity. We thrive off of positivity. It's all, I, I'm not a snowflake. I'm not going to hey, melt from it's it. No it's whatever. What, whatever they say, like my account, whatever I heard on my account was 10 times worse today than anything that I've ever got told by anybody on the internet. So, <laughs> right. So, okay. This is, this is huge because this does happen. And, um, let, let's kind of let's talk about it because I might have a different approach than you. Yep. But one of the biggest things that you might run into, especially when you don't have an associate and you're not a part of a team, yep. is you have multiple cases come up, right? Yeah, and so that's been like so my last how week. Do that's you... what we were talking about. Like, that's what we're going to talk about. This is like last week. You know, I'm not with an associate. I had four surgeries running at the same time, right? And so me and Pierre are going to go into detail, kind of like how I handle it, how he would handle it again, because we're all doing it. Um, and, and again, never saying we're the right way. I'm not the right way. I just tell you how I've handled it thus far. And shit, I already, I already fucked this up. I, I meant to always start, like, I start, I want to start doing these new podcasts, like kind of like what we do with our daughter when we pick her up from daycare, a good and a bad man. Tell me a good and a bad of the week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, no. so, so, and, and it, that was, was, that was going to lead us into this. <laughs> no, yeah, no, a good this week. Like I said, you know, been. Been, I made a couple more big sales um, just with consumables because I was a bad salesperson, I asked. Um, you know, So that's probably the good, uh, depending on how you look at it. Um, and again, just, just making stronger relationships with some of my, my contacts and my doctors and stuff. And like, for example, today, um, I, at my largest account, I just did an end service because we upgraded them to get them the new system. And I think the most rewarding is, is I've created a relationship. I'm there almost every day. I've created a relationship that almost every, it doesn't matter if it's a scrub tech, if it's a nurse, if it's the OR director, or if it's the janitor, they all know me and they all, I've all, I've had a conversation with every single one of them. And a year and a half ago when I took over, they hated me, did not want to see my stuff. They told me how much my stuff sucked every day I was there, told me how my competitor was better than me. And you know, today I do my in-service. Everybody tells me I got told by four people that's the best in-service we've ever had. Every single person in that room was watching my in-service. I just did one last week. Everyone's on their phone. They don't care because they're they're at where they were a year and a half ago, right? Like that's where that account's at. Yeah. But like now everybody here, because I have a relationship with all of them, they all paid attention. They all had questions. They all like were like afterwards, awesome, great job. And then like literally a scrub tech three months or two months ago told me, God, I hate your stuff. It sucks so bad. Your competitor's so much better. Okay. We've done probably four cases in the last month together. They've all gone amazing. 
because we sell a good product and I have the relationship with them. My last surgery I had with her last time when it was just me and her in the room, nobody else, so she didn't have to say it. I said, hey, be honest with me. What do you think of my product right now? Does it still suck that bad? Is it really that hard? No, it's pretty easy. I like it a lot, actually. It just takes some time to get used to it, <laughs> right? But I'm like able to create that relationship and over time. And so that I think that was – if we're talking about rewarding and good, that's been the most rewarding today and this week was an account that hated my guns. Nobody wanted to see me. Even the OR director would push my competitor on me, like would, would take mine off and put the competitor on to that OR director this morning said that was one of the best and services we've ever had. Thank you so much. That, that was a good. Um, so I'm, I'm going to stick with that on my good, on my bad. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just the normal stuff. It's, it's, it's back orders. It's work. It's, you know, are they going to pay you with open orders? Are they not going to pay you with open orders? Some of the corporate stuff we talked about, right? Are they going to wait till the next year that you magically now don't get paid out 30% on, but it just goes towards part of your quota, but there's a lot of money in there, right? Like that's, that's the yeah. bad stuff that, you know, like it's inevitable. Every company faces it. Every division faces it. Um, so doing that and then just, again, just an account that, you know, all the accounts, there's always going to be one, one that's causing some trouble and that's, that's it. So, but otherwise been pretty good. Yeah. How about you? Badass. Um, the good, similar to you, uh, finally, as you know, COVID becomes less of a thing that people talk about and offices start opening back up man, I was finally able to do some yeah. sales and it was, it, it was nice getting into uh, getting randomly. I just got some wild backdoor access. I don't even know how it happened, but I, I just like showed up with a new piece came in, like just had like this awesome positive energy and, um, got multiple. It was wild. I got two, two new doctors, phone numbers and multiple nurses to like be able to continue to have that backdoor access. So it, it was just great. I thought it was something that, that had been missing, I think like kind of in my field for a while, just because being in oncology patients are already super immunocompromised. So they took COVID very seriously. They weren't allowing us in whatsoever into most of our offices, only outskirts will let you in. So to, to have like, your week turn around and have multiple like in-person appointments that, that were impromptu, not meant to happen. You just, it just happened to happen from that show up. That was really cool. Um, and then the ugly, I would say actually just happened like this morning, our company, uh, I work for Novartis. I'm very open about like where I'm at, but they just announced that they're doing a full on restructure that has basically been like in the works for like the last seven to 10 years. And what that means is the pharmaceutical side of our, of our company and the oncology, the part of our company are now going to become one. And so some heads are just, about to start rolling yeah, because there's a lot of fat to be yeah, trimmed. Yeah. You don't need two managers anymore on each division. You need just one for that. Yep. Yep. So uh, I don't know what that's going to entail. I don't know what that kind of looks like, but I feel like when, when I say these two, I'm kind of in like a little pocket up here because my product and my division is completely new so I feel like maybe we won't really see too much of the impact. I'm hoping not, but I, I'm I'm covering two territories and stuff. Like I'm proving my worth no, yeah. at this point. Well, and, that, so. and that's another thing. I think uh, we should make uh, – that's a comment I do want to say. If you're good, you're not going to get like let go. 
And, and all I mean by that, don't let me, don't get me wrong. Yes. Good reps get fired all the time. But for example, if you're a janitor at a gym, like we talked about this all the time when I was at a gym or whatever, and you are the best janitor and you go above and beyond and you do more stuff than just what a regular janitor would do. A lot of times they're going to be like, what can we do to keep this person? Even if it's not in the same position, right? They'll repurpose yeah, you. Exactly. Because you, so exactly like you're saying all those top people, if they cut that entire division, they'll just be like, all right, we got to figure out where we can move these other people that, and that we're holding it, holding and that it happened down. to like one of the ladies I know actually during COVID she got there, they restructured, cut everyone. She lost her job. It was horrible. She was like, Oh my God, three months later, VP of sales of the Southwest. They restructured everything in. She wow. got a giant bonus and now she's like huge now. Right. But it was such a thing, but she was so valuable when they restructured, she, I think she said it was her and one other person that they kept from the whole division, but she was one of them and she got offered the position because she had great relationships, all that stuff. And she was a great worker and stuff. But that's, again, I'm not saying if you're a good rep, you don't get fired, but let me just tell you what top performers usually aren't the ones to go. Let's just be straight up. Like I say this all the time. They don't usually go and be like, Oh, that person's been in the top three every year. Yep, let's fire them over the person who's in the bottom three, you know? No, exactly. So then being a top rep, Mr. went from 66 all the way to the top 10%. So that means at least if I do my math right, let's see, is that six? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. So I'm in, sorry, I'm in the top 10 of the nation. Um, so out of 66 territories. So I don't know what that put me in the top 15%. I don't even... Yeah, I'm not a I think I'm not so. a huge math guy. What what what's this? Yeah, I, I need calculators for that. Fifteen. I'm fifteen percent. <laughs> so that would okay. put me in the top fifteen percent. So so nice. So now you didn't have an associate, obviously. Like sometimes you did, but very like ninety nine percent of the time you did not. I didn't. I didn't live that same life. We. I had yeah. one. So my answer might be a little bit different to your answer. But so how would you deal? With you know multiple cases, all seven AM yep. starts. So that is that is my life. Um, that happens all the time. And again, luckily back in the day, I had everybody saw my last one with Alex, my old teammate. Awesome dude. He moved on to a position. Super happy for him. Um, the thing that was nice is when we were able to help each other, we did. He covered here and Vegas. I cover here in New Mexico. When we were able to help each other, we did. We because we, we were a team. We we meant that we were a team together. So he would cover my cases and I would cover his cases if he was in Vegas or I was in New Mexico or we both had him going on here and we would do that. But when you're both trying to grow a territory, normally that didn't happen. So I rarely ever was able to cover all of his cases and he was able to cover all of my cases. So we might be able to get one or two here. But really what it always came down to is there's going to be a couple things you always have to look at. This is going to be a common question you guys get asked, you know, if there's two doctors, which one are you going to? Number one, it's going to be revenue. It's It's got to be revenue. And what I mean by that is I have one of my top docs, probably does 60, 70% of my whole business. And they want to rep at the uh, surgery every single time. Now, could they go without it? Yes, they could. But when you have somebody who has 60 to 70% of your business and the competitor is on their heel all the time and using, they sometimes will like use another device from the competitor. You make sure when they ask you to be there, you're there. So for me, that's number one is going to be looking at financially, where's the opportunity at? 
And then number two, it's going to be how good is the facility that it's at. So for example, I just had to do this the other day. So the one that I chose to go to was one with a doctor who was medium uh, volume and I had a doctor who was a little higher volume, but the facility, the higher volume doctor was at, wasn't as comfortable with my machine as the one who does medium volume with where I just said was my top account that is super comfortable. I don't even have to be there anymore because they know how to do all the setup. They know how to run the case. The doctor just has to be comfortable, but the staff is now. And then, um, so I choose it over. It's going to be the volume. How much money is that doctor producing? Number one. And then number two, if I have a throw up, if it's literally same doctors about produce, which staff is going to be the best that I can leave to go by themselves and I can go to the other one or which doctor is going to be the most understanding. Like when it, when it's an even keel, mm -hmm. which one's going to be more understanding because what I do is with thankfully having technology, I FaceTime all my people. I say my numbers on it. I have my phone on me 24 seven. I say, please call me, text me. I'm always available. And I say FaceTime me. So I do this all the time because I'm in New Mexico. I have accounts in New Mexico. I can't always be there. So I'm like, Hey, if you guys have mm -hmm. it, please call me before you guys bring a patient in. I will get you all set up via FaceTime. And then we can also, hey, call, I do this all the time too. The nurse will call me when the doctor is going. And then I'm able to coach them from my phone in the procedure. And then that's how I've been able to do it. But again, to answer the, that's a long-winded answer to being number one's volume. Once we get down after volume and how much money they actually make, it's going to be the facility, how comfortable the doctor is and how comfortable the facility is. And then also third, if it's everything's even, who's going to be the most understanding? Because I can go and what I do is I'll run to a procedure. If they're both at seven, I'll go to one place at six, get it all set up, tell them to call me, make sure everybody's good. And then I'll go to the procedure for seven. That's, that's typically how I handled it. Like if I, when we were a team of three and then we would have probably six or seven cases going off at the same time. So obviously now we're all trying to decide what we're going to do. And typically we do what you're saying. Like we, we looked at revenue who, which one of these cases is going to bring in the most that one, a hundred percent getting covered. Even if that doctor absolutely doesn't even need yeah. you there, even if that scrub tech absolutely does not need you there, we're covering that case. But then you also look at the cases and you start thinking about prep time. How long does it take to do incisions? So your cases are a little bit different than like how mine were. So like my incisions and prep work and all of that, dude, that was like 45 minutes prior to the case even getting started, like my portion yeah. of the case. So if uh, another, so dependent on where it was on the body, we knew, okay, so we could show up, get them set up and everything, and then create some reason as to why we have to go like, oh man, you know, like such and such really needs me and you guys are fantastic here. So I know that you're in good hands with whatever the scrub tech's name is. And you guys need anything before I go? No. Okay. Awesome. And you're walking out and, and you have, sometimes we'd be trucking it like through Austin traffic, which sucked, but then you get to your next case, like right when they're about to start using 100%. your product. <laughs> and so that, that, that's what was yeah. awesome. And so you, you got to play with those things and it takes like, it took you having to learn it yourself more times than not because, you know, you didn't have a senior rep kind of walking yeah. you through this stuff. Whereas like my rep would be like, okay, dude, we have these five cases. 
And just like I said, the principle of this one's going to take a while to get set up. Let's let them be by themselves. We'll show up when we need to be, but we can go cover well, this. And other that's a great point first. to say because that, there's one, for example, my top account always runs on time. Within 10 to 15 minutes, they're always on time. I have, that's another, I have good another point. account. Literally, this just happened. Two surgeries going at the same time. I called about the one that wasn't as well done, right? And so then I called them. And I said, hey, it was supposed to go – this one now was at 1130. I had two going at 1130. And so I was like, hey, it's 1045. It's a 30-minute drive there. Hey, are you guys on time? Because I'm going to be there right at 1130. The person answered way too quick. So I already knew. But they're like, yep, we're on time. Hung up. Okay? I drove the 30 minutes there. Show up. I walk into the room. They're in uh, – I see guts. I'm like, well, that's not my case. And that's the case before me and we're not even done. And from there, it's going to be a 30 minute turnover just to like, once it's literally the patient's getting woke up. Right. So I walk back into the the nurse and I'm like, I just called here and said, asked if my case was on time and you said yes. And what time is the start time now? Oh, one o'clock. I'm supposed to go at 1130. And I'm like, well, I'm leaving. Wow. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I'm leaving. You just told me it was at 1130. I got another case going on right now that I can go make it back for. So I might not be here for your case. She's like, well, I can't read your mind. And I was like, well, you could have checked the board. Right? Like that's, that's like I tell people, that's the idiotic, like idiotics that we face with because it's like someone's such a lazy ass who sucks at their job. She literally couldn't go look at the board for three seconds, say, hey, it's delayed by an hour and a half. It's delayed by an hour. Cool. So what I had to do is then luckily my other account was running 20 minutes late so I could get there right as the start time like we talked about. So I drove another 30 minutes right back to that mm-hmm. account, got it all done, got them done with that case, walked in right as it was going. So got it all finished up, got them prepped and started for the second case and then left the second case as they were prepped and all going in and went to my case that was now a 30 minute drive again to get down there. So again, that's, that is part of it. But you make a great point is like, you just have to know the accounts, know the prep time, know the doctors, know all that stuff and know which ones you can and you can't leave. And like that one that I said, they're notorious for being literally 30 minutes to an hour late every single time. But I still show up and even when I call, and, and there's not a even difference. When I call, they still will say every time I, even my last one, they, I called and it said it was on time. It was supposed to be a two fifty start and it started at four forty five. See, and and, there, and there's not a difference when it comes to like the field that I'm in now to to being in the OR because it's all about relationship yep. building and with everybody. Because as as a rep, you got to have multiple yep. lines of communication into every facility, and it's that person right there. That person says, "Yes, you're good to go," and what sucks is they they sucked yeah. and and wasted your time, but you're not going to know that. And so now the next time you go, you know what? I'm going to find somebody well, else because that person doesn't know anything. The, this other person I might know. Nurse. I went and talked to the nurse that was in the room, and so I got her to I got her mm-hmm. number, and then I she gave, I gave her mine. I said, let me know when you guys are about to start the next one because when you guys get done with this one, I know I have about 35 minutes by the time the patient's underneath and going under that I'll be able to get there. So just text me when they're taking the patient out. And that's what happened. I started the second one, text me, Hey, we're, we just got done with the case. Bam. That's my Q2. Okay. I'm going to get there right as it's starting. And if you're new 
And let's say you, you don't have relationships. The best, like the, the best way for, for, for me, I guess, to like relay this information. And I would say to like, make you make the better choice is of course, looking at revenue, see which one's actually going to pay you the most, because there's a principle. And I was looking it up while, while you were talking a second ago, like it's called the Pareto principle or Pareto principle. Cause the guy's Italian. Like me, <laughs> so what's up? Um, but he did a study and it showed that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the yep. population. So they use that principle in so many different ways where, you know, 80% of your revenue that's coming in comes from 20% it's, of your accounts and you more, more times than not, no, you it's can make it work. that is a hundred percent true. And they, and it's in everything, right? They say it all the time. 20% of the reps make 80% of the revenue for a company, right? Like the top, mm-hmm. like that, they, they do the math. Yeah. They, they make, they make that principle for work for everybody. Everything, I've talked you know? to it's true though. That's like, it's the example of like my one doctor they just messaged me and the next three week or in the next two weeks has like seven cases. She's the majority of my business in a certain region. Well, what, when she says jump, mm-hmm. how high? Because my other ones. And so that's been a learning one. I'll, I'll be straight up though. This is where I, I joke around with people. That's just always been common sense to me. If someone's going to pay you $30 and someone's going to pay you $5, who are you going to go do the same job for? The one that pays you thirty dollars, right? Like yeah. that's just common sense to me. To some people, they're it's crazy when we talk to them. They're like, "Oh wow, really?" And I'm like, "My God, like how?" Do you- well, it's it's because it's because it's the loyalty aspect. The, the way that I look at it, because when I was working in the OR and covering all these cases and stuff like that, I um, oh, I think I lost. You know, lost Jacob there for a second, but I'm sure he'll get back. But so I looked at this and the way that I was working this scenario was with my counterpart, the way that they looked at the scenario is loyalty and they wanted to be there for absolutely everybody. But I wanted the business to grow. And that was my purpose for being on the team. I was right below the senior rep, but I wasn't an associate. So I had a number on my head. So the way that I looked at it was breaking down all of these accounts to that 80-20 rule where 20% of my accounts are bringing in 80% of the revenue. So I can't go and cover all of these simple cases that aren't really doing much and it's not moving the needle. So what did I need to do? I needed to look at those 20% of the accounts that were moving the needle and how can I grow that business more? And for me, the way that I was able to change that was bringing in biologics. Not every company is going to have biologics, but I was at least able to look at different different avenues of the products that I'm allowed to sell because these are the products that we have and figuring out where did those products make sense within some cases and then selling. That is why we're in this role. We are in this role to upsell. I don't care what that other person says. You're building these relationships for that specific purpose. Because when you build a good enough relationship and you continuously cover the same case over and over with that doctor, you need to figure out what can you do to start making that case maybe worth a little bit more revenue for your organization so that you can hit your number faster. And what products can you bring there? Maybe the whole thing now is Maybe they're used to using that same product and you have a similar product that maybe is worth a little bit more and you have to do a mind shift and say, Hey, you know, on this next, uh, for this next patient, do you think using this other product would be a better option 
Um, can we talk about the pros and cons of why obviously we picked up this other line that does something similar, but maybe it's better because this patient's younger or this patient's older. There are certain products that are better for younger or older patients. And then biologics pretty much work for everybody. So when you're looking at what you're trying to, you know, accomplish within your territory and having to decide across all of these different avenues of, procedures that are going on at the same time, what you should look at is, again, the revenue, which person's going to give you the most. If you don't know, because you're too new and you don't know like prep time, OR time, all of that stuff, then go with the one that has the largest case. Because the largest case most likely, and, and you know, most cases is going to pay you the most, start learning in those cases and then figuring out what can you do to add to that product line that is currently being used. Because if you can upsell or as some people like to call it is cross sale so that they don't sound so salesy, you're cross selling. It doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. You're, you're adding more revenue to the exact same case. That is the differentiator between you and somebody else. That is how you grow the business as somebody else continues to stay in a stagnant business. So this for you guys, I hope was extremely, you know, valuable. It's unfortunate that we lost Jacob, but we're coming up to the 45 minute mark anyway. And that's typically where I like to cut these podcasts so that they're not ridiculously long, but they're still packed full of awesome information. If you guys made it this long, you are true legends. I truly appreciate it. And I really, I want to thank everybody for the leaving me the, the comment of, it doesn't need to be live. You guys like it when it just get posted up. That really helps me out because trying to manage a whole live form and all that stuff just, you know, wasn't working out for me at the moment. So until the next video, guys, leave your comments, leave your likes, let us know what it is that you're wanting to ask. I got a really good question asked to me and I'm going to make it my own personal video on that one uh, here pretty soon. So until the next video, guys, I will see you guys next week and Jacob will be there again. Peace out, guys.